You are Locked on Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Hosts of Locked on Rays, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. You can find Locked on Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, and online at fanstreamsports.com and the Fanstream Sports app. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked on Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked on Rays. Kevin, it would be disingenuous for us to have a podcast in 2020 and not say anything about what is going on right now. Uh, I think... That means in America, every single one of us has a role to play. And though I do not want to minimize what is happening this week, given that athletes in various sports have chosen to not play, to raise awareness to social injustice and systemic racism across our country, I think our role is to be honest with our listeners, however many listeners there are. Um, The truth is that it hurts to listen to that violence and that brutality in, in news channels and, and broadcasts everywhere, but it also hurts to be surrounded by it 24-7. Uh, I think we're lucky in a way to provide an escape, uh, a respite of sorts for people that want to just hear a couple of dudes talk about Ray's baseball for 25 minutes or 35 uh, when we can't seem to shut up. Um, We, of course, have our opinions on what is going on, uh, but I think we're lucky if we can provide a breathing room uh, from the constant bombardment of negativity that is out there in the world. And I think we might be contributing a little bit towards the mental health of those who listen to us by just, you know, being a little bit of a distraction. Wow. Uh, Ulysses, you couldn't have said it any better. Very well put. That is the thing. Uh, If you want political breakdowns and breakdowns on race history and so on and so forth, I'm sure there's other locked on hosts that might do that or other channels and outlets that won't do that. But we're here. We want to talk about Mike Zanino's batting average. We want to talk about why KK gets injured all the time. We're hopefully giving you a little bit of an escape. And of course we don't want to, cause whichever direction we go with this and whatever we say, we're going to inevitably, um, upset one of at least, or many of our listeners. So, um, if I upset you talking about raised baseball, that's fine. That that's, that's all game. <laughs> that's all within the jurisdiction. Um, so I love how you said that. That was, that was terrific. Um, and we should mention the Rays didn't play yesterday. They, they didn't play yesterday because of all that. And I'll yeah. also say this. Um, you can't really get mad at the Rays for not playing because this was the Orioles decision right before game time. What could the Rays do? I mean, I guess they could take the forfeit or whatever, but they weren't right. going to do that. So you can't, if you're on uh, social media or whatever and saying, oh, the, the Rays are kowtowing to whatever's going on. You can't do that. They, the, the Orioles want to watch an intra squad. You, you're going to watch an intra squad between the Rays. That's not how it works. You got to have wanna, the other yeah. team play. I want to watch uh, uh, Charlie Morton's bullpen session. 
Just, just put <laughs> that know, on I, replay for three hours. I, I hear it's very encouraging. Very, very encouraging, so to speak. Yeah. Um, should we move on? Should we move on to? I think so. I mean, talk? look, w- with whatever we we've said right now, I think it doesn't really matter because some people are going to think we didn't highlight it enough. Yeah. Some people are going to say we highlighted it way too much. So it's a really you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't situation. Mm-hmm. Just know that we are aware of what's happening, uh, but we just try to be a little bit of a distraction for anybody that hits play on their um, smartphones or tablets or laptops, wherever they listen to us. We just want to be a little bit of a distraction. And giving us a little bit of a distraction, the Rays did make a trade yesterday. So there was some baseball news on That's the right. field news if you will, as they trade infield prospect Lucius Fox to the Kansas City Royals for outfielder Brett Phillips. This was not the first move I was anticipating for the Rays. I will say that when I first heard the news that the Rays had made a trade, I thought, which bullpen arm did they get? Which starting pitcher did they get? Which long reliever did they get? I was not expecting the Rays to acquire a lefty hitting Guy that uh, is known for his defense and speed. Does that sound familiar to another current longtime Rays player? I don't know. Could it be a precursor to moving another another outfielder or a couple outfielders? I don't know. This is now the third and perhaps second to last domino to fall until the fateful day when we read that Mark Topkin tween, uh, tweet or Juan Toribio tweet uh, announcing the trade of the face of the franchise, Kevin Kiermaier. It, it's, it's the ball is moving, folks. I mean, the first domino to fall, Randy Arozarena, speedy outfielder mm-hmm. that can cover some ground with a good bat. Second domino, Manuel Margot, a righty bat with great range that got KK so worried that the front office had to call him to uh, call him and, and calm him down that he was not going to get traded. Yeah, they're like, Third. hey, you're not getting traded now. Six months from now, yeah, probably you're going to get traded. But right now, we're, we're holding on to you. Exactly. And the third domino, it happened last night uh, with Brett Phillips, uh, Phillips, a lefty light bad who has great speed. And according to Devin Fink, I don't know if you follow him on Twitter, but um, he said he has the highest UZR per 150. That's 150 innings of any outfielder with 500 plus defensive innings since 2017 he's actually been worth plus 27 and a half runs per 150 games the next closest is Mookie Betts at plus 17.9 so the guy can def is, is on, on, on another level defensively mm-hmm. just like we've been accustomed to KK being on another level defensively but he's also underperforming with the bat can the Rays fix him look the I think the Rays have fixed a lot of players, but they're 100% pitchers on that list. I don't think the Rays have ever had a, a guy that never raked and got raking. Maybe Logan Forsyth. Maybe That's Logan true. Forsyth. They have found some guys that they can that have been cast-offs from a other team, and they make it work for a year, and then they move on from that player. We right. should also remember, too, that Brett Phillips, 26 years old, uh, major league at bats between the last couple of years, uh, it totals, I think, 317. 
So just 317 at bats at the big league level, very small sample size. Like let's at least give this guy a chance, some regular at bats, some platoon at bats, whatever it is to give him a shot. And with giving up Lucius Fox, I mean, have you seen the, the infield prospect list for the Rays that starts with Wander Franco and then goes from Xavier Edwards to Greg Jones, Taylor Walls, Fidel Brujan. I mean, the list goes on and on. And Fox is 23 and didn't really hit in double A last year. So, well, it, it seems like again, you're trading, you're trading a, a, a light hitting outfielder for a light hitting middle infielder. I, I don't know. I, it, it really does. This, so many things here don't make sense because first of all, is this part of a bigger trait yet to happen? Is KK's injury long lasting mm-hmm. that they had to get a quick bandaid and he can just plug in and, and we don't miss anything. If that's the case, I don't really subscribe to this because KK gets out on a Wednesday night game. Mm-hmm. The trade happens on a Thursday. I, I I would be very remiss to think that they hadn't been up to Brett Phillips, you know, on their on their radar. He was on their radar. I I don't think it's a quick band aid. Uh, but if you do need a quick Band-Aid, uh, why is Randy Arozarena not getting the call? Where is Brian O'Grady? There must be something uh, up with those There guys. must be they something must, up. Exactly. I, I don't know if they're underperforming or what is going. There's definitely some kind of issue there. Right. So You don't just bring a guy yeah. from, from Kansas City because it's going to take at least a week for him to get here with the whole intake COVID mm-hmm. situation. So why not get Randy up here? Why not right. get Brian O'Grady? There's something happening with those two guys. Could they also be trade chips? That's are they the thinking thing. about moving a Rosarena and O'Grady? I mean, a lot of things are happening because this was a weird trade. Yes. I think weird is the definition for it. And again, I'm on board. I think this is the precursor to moves two, three, four, and five. Yes. And going forward from there. Um, we put the question out on Twitter. Do you like the Rays trade for Brett Phillips, giving up infield prospect Lucius Fox? 38% of the respondents say yes. 17% say no. And about 44% say they're unsure. So they're unsure <laughs> of this move. I, I was kind of unsure at first, too, because we hear so much every time we, we talk about prospects. We mention Lucius Fox, Lucius Fox, Lucius Fox, but we, we don't really know much about him. We, we haven't really seen him. And you look at the prospect list, where, where, does, he, where does he fit in at the big league level with the Rays? Tell me that, right. where you've already got Adamus and Lau and the half dozen guys that the Rays already have in their system that, that, that are kind of higher on the board and, and higher ceiling prospects, if you will. That 44% from that poll that say they're unsure about this trade, that basically means I don't like this trade, but I've survived so many trades with the Rays front office being correct that i have to give them (laughs) yes the 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 chance of a doubt here uh from my part that's what that 44 percent unsure means they don't like it but they're waiting to hold judgment because of previous trades and i think we could do that with a lot of things in baseball and in life 
let's wait till 100%. the facts come out before we uh, <laughs> before we rush to judgment. Um, some comments here. Uh, the locked on MLB prospects account, which is a new prospect, uh, new a a new uh, podcast, which I right. highly recommend people go and listen to if if you're real into the prospects and that sort of thing. Uh, he says the Rays have so much depth that they won't even feel it, but the Royals came away with a lot more upside. Fox is still only 21. He's actually 23, so he's incorrect about that. Plus speed, good defender, and walks a lot. They must love the idea of Kiermaier, Margot, and Phillips in the outfield late in games. Um, Austin Holloway says, don't really understand it. Lucius could have been packaged to get us a blockbuster. Okay, I see that. Um, John Cook at Aussie Rays fan. Um, I like this trade. I think the plan was to offload Fox since we have Edwards and Wander, and I think they got Phillips so they can trade KK either now or in the offseason. So... This is only the first part of the trade. He gets it. John Cook gets it, I think. Yeah. He, he hit the nail on the head there. Uh, David Kadima says, I'm past questioning this front office. Uh, <laughs> Eric Sloss, I looked at his MLB and minor league stats, talking about Phillips. Maybe I am missing something with Phillips, so I have no clue. The Rays have been smart over the years in trades, so I must trust them in this. But this one I don't get. And uh, Blue and Checkmark on Twitter says, I like the trade, but it makes me a little skeptical about what's going on with KK's back. Of course, he has the back spasms going on. I want to go back to Austin Holloway's comments there because he's mentioning that he could have been a a bigger part of a trade, Lucius Fox. Mm -hmm. Let's take this face uh, face worth. What's it worth right here? Lucius Fox is worth Brett Phillips in the market right now. True. This is... I don't think great news for the Rays because if Lucius Fox, who a lot of people liked in in race nation as a, as a prospect to see, and he gets you Brett Phillips again, Brett Phillips could become an MVP guy, perennial MVP, who knows, Mm -hmm. but for now he's not. So if Lucius Fox gets you Brett Phillips, what's going to get you a, as Jordan uh, mentioned the other day, What's going to get you a guy that provides six innings and, yeah. and, and, and quality starts and doesn't break down? The price for what the Rays are trying to get is going to be very high if Lucius Fox equals Brett Phillips. If you want, and, and I know a lot of people are throwing out Rosenthal's and Miners and Lenz and, and Bowers and, 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 and Clevenger yeah. and Plesak. Uh, Lucius Fox equals Brett Phillips. What you, if you want Bauer, if you want Trevor Bauer, which is obnoxiously ridiculous, <laughs> uh, the a trade idea, not Bauer. I actually like what Bauer has to say. Uh, you're 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 talking Randy Rosarena, Xavier Edwards, and everything short of Wander. Basically, right. you're talking about cleaning the farm. I do not think the Rays are going to clean out the farm. So again, this trade just gives you more questions than answers on what the Rays are going to. This is like a first, the first season of Lost. Mm-hmm. The second, I don't know if you've ever seen Lost, but the never, first couple, never. <laughs> the first couple of seasons, you just came out with more questions after watching 44, 44, 45 minutes of the show than you came in with. You know, this is what this trade is. Is that show good? Oh, it's dope. Really? 
Is it I mean, worth, with, with so many other options between the uh, Hulu, Netflix, and there's a lot of good television out there. A lot of good yes. television that people don't know about, like Yellowstone, which I hear is great. Like, is it, this even worth, like, what? where does this rank on the prospect <laughs> list of watching Lost? I'll, I'll tell you that uh, watching the first three, four seasons of Lost is very much worth it. And then it just peters out. So like Walking Dead, pretty much like the first couple it's, of seasons, it's, and then yeah, it's like it's like watching Zunino, uh, you know, stat in, line in 2017 was it in 2017 and be like, wow, finally a great yeah. defensive and hand catcher, and then just peters out. That's kind of like lost. I get you there. Yeah, the other thing yeah. with, too is like with, I mean, prospect value is probably low right now because they haven't been able to play games. So these guys are unknowns. Are they taking a step back? Are they taking some, a step yeah. forward? I haven't seen any good. Act- yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to make a decision based on, on, on some field work and some BP that a guy is doing at an alternate site. No, I want the last video guys. The last video I got is from the guy in, in, in winter from last yeah. year. No, I'm not going to, how does he look now? I mean, it, I know they probably have that, um, within the industry, but it just seems like, yeah, maybe a lot of prospects' value has gone down. Yeah, yeah you're, you're making a decision on, like, some Zapruder film of Lucius Fox or <laughs> these other prospects. Like, come on. Uh, the right. other thing about Phillips, before we move on, I know we're going long in this first segment here. Uh, yeah. Local kid from Seminole High School. That's nice. Uh, got a very quirky, unique laugh. I mean, seems like sort of yeah. a kind of a cult fan favorite uh, within that organization, I was talking to uh, a buddy who's a huge Royals fan, and he said he's sad to see him go. So there's got to be oh. something worth that there. He was neighbors with Randy Macho Man Savage. And I'll <laughs> well, give you uh, I'll, the, I'll, the world is very small. <laughs> yeah, I'll one up that even further. According to uh, a bio I read, they used to play basketball or shoot hoops together after school. So they were, I guess. There was wow, a neighborly relationship there, yeah. Also, Snell, Blake Snell might have a new best friend because this Phillips kid is huge into video games, huge into the Twitch thing. Check out his Twitter account. So there might be some some nice little action between Brett Phillips rivalry. and I like Blake it. Snell. So just going to throw that out there. Um, all right. Uh, the Rays begin a three-game series tonight versus the Miami Marlins, we think. Uh, we'll discuss that, plus give our weekend right. pick, baseball trivia, and much more. But first, got to tell you about rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. So whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. 
All right, Ulysses. So the Rays are now on the road set to face the Miami Marlins for a three-game series. It's part of a larger six-game road trip because after they face Miami, they've got to go to New York to face the Yankees. Uh, We actually got a comment from uh, Nostradamus, if you will, Chase Ross. He says, I don't know how we can do it with the arms, but I think Four and two, we win both series. So mark that down. Chase Ross going four and two. Again, in the last uh, 10-game road trip, he predicted eight and two, I think, and the Rays went nine and one. So I I know how to do math. I know how to do the rule of three. So if he says eight to two, they go nine to one. He says four to two. That means five and one. Boom. Right. You know, I think uh, so. The Rays facing the Marlins, and the Marlins are 14 and 12, still have several more games to make up since their COVID-19 right. snafu. I'm surprised they've, they've been able to play this many doubleheaders and, and almost get up to what a lot of other teams uh, have been played thus far. But they gotta they got to change this team name from the Marlins to the X-Rays because this team is just loaded with X-Rays players. It's ridiculous. It, it, that this, this tells you how – and they're all veterans – so you can you can tell that all of them either bought houses in Florida uh, mm-hmm. or they really enjoyed Florida when they were here. And they were like, yeah, I'll, I'll take that uh, contract with Miami. Um, it'll be nice to, to be back in Florida. It's really cool. It's really yeah. cool because that that tells you players like to be in Florida. Mm-hmm. They don't want to be in Montreal. I'm that's not going to get into a diatribe, but players like to be in Florida. Um, so that's what I'll, I'll say about that. Our buddy, Matt Joyce, he's yeah. example A of that. The, there you go. I, I should mention, I think there's like eight former Rays or Rays prospects on yeah. the Marlins right now. Brad Boxberger, Ryan Stanek, Jesus Aguilar, who's doing really well. Logan yeah. Forsythe, Sean Rodriguez is still toiling around. Uh, Corey Dickerson, Matt Joyce. I think Dickerson and Joyce are, are holding their own as well yeah. as, as veterans and with their numbers and I everything. Think- Maddie was uh, almost hitting 300. Look He's at like that. a 295. Yeah. Hey, gotta love it. Uh, and Jesus Sanchez, former race prospect, who's uh, been struggling at the big league level. Um, so yeah, the, you look at the Marlins. They're they're 26th in the MLB and OPS, pitching wise, 13th in the MLB and team ERA. Tonight, uh, you got Ryan Yarbrough going up against 23 year old rookie Humberto Mejia. Uh, Mejia. He hasn't lasted more than four innings in his four starts at the big league level. Mm. Before this season, he had not pitched above Class A before getting the call. So, again, I just so look at things on paper. can we get a W? Yeah. And over the weekend, it's Josh Fleming and Blake Snell to complete the rest of the series. I would assume. I like- I, I'm not sure what the Marlins are throwing out there, but I think Chase Ross is on the right track of winning the series seems reasonable for sure uh should we go ahead and move on to our weekend pick i'm very curious Please. about this yes who is your weekend pick i'm i'm going back to back picking big dogs last week was bam bam and he delivered a big time for uh for me for, uh, for our head-to-head so my pick this week is a guy who i haven't had but you already had is austin meadows he has not been doing so great this season and that's why I am picking him because he has to, you know, go off. And what better way to go off than in Miami against the Marlins? So he's been hitting a paltry 507 OPS in the last seven games. He's going to pick it back up. He's going to give me a victory. 
Okay. I, I don't Is this even fair? Can you pick two studs back to back weeks? I think no this rules is, against it. No rules against there, it. I'm that is true. There's rules. not an unwritten rule or anything. If we wanted <laughs> to go. make a rule, <laughs> we would put it down on paper. There you Having go. said that, um, how about this? My pick, if my pick, and again, the weekend pick, we have not really been keeping track of who's been winning this from week to week, but it's whichever raised player picks up more hits than the other player head to head. Right. So given that you picked a stud in Austin Meadows, I'm going to propose that if my guy gets as many hits as Austin Meadows, will you give me the victory here? Depending okay, on the, fair. Okay. Let's do it. Manny Margot is who I have. Ooh, solid, solid, solid. He's been hitting like 500 in the last two weeks. Yes, crushing the ball on the road may get a little bit more PT opportunity. That's if right. If Kevin Kiermeyer misses some more time, uh, just try to stay away from sliders outside the zone. That seems to be his kryptonite. He, the yeah. outside pitches, that's, that's what he struggles it, on. But other than that, I think Manny Margot could could string something together okay it is time for baseball trivia and ulysses i i double check this one triple check this one made sure there's <laughs> I'm no scared. errors because i think because i think you're just gonna you know take to take it uh, against me from from my last week's uh, snafu no something tells me this one is pretty straightforward and i think you will do very well on um, okay. And I think the listeners out there should should do pretty solid on as well. Go into the weekend with sort of an easy assignment there. So, okay. okay. Uh, this week, Albert Pujols, of course, moved ahead of Alex Rodriguez for second place on baseball's all-time RBI list. He is at 2087 for his career. So that got me thinking, who are the other active leaders in RBIs? Who's the top 10? And I can tell you that there are nine other players, nine other active players in baseball that have accumulated at least 1,000 RBIs. So a total of 10 players, if you include Albert Pujols, that have accumulated at least 1,000 RBIs. So number one on the list, on the active list, is Albert Pujols. There are nine other names, nine other names in the top 10. Can you name five of them? That's what I need. If you get more, I'm going to give you some bonus points, but I just need five of those names. I'm going to go with my boy, uh, Miggy. You'd be correct. He is number two. I'm going to go with Robinson Cano. Okay, you don't have this uh, list pulled up on Google, do you? Because you are correct. (laughs) He is number three on the list. Okay. Hmm. Big drop-off between uh, Miggy Cabrera and Cano, by the way. <laughs> Perry has an opinion on that. Of course he oh, does. Third wheel chiming. He, he really wants to get yeah. in on this trivia, I guess. I know. He okay. enjoys it. So, yeah. So, there's a big drop-off from Cabrera to Cano. Cano's at 1286. Cabrera, 1709. And Pujols, 2087. I don't want to say this guy, but I have to just obligatory. Mike Trout? No, he is not in the top ten. Okay. But that's a great guess. Probably a year so, or two from now, he'll, he'll be on the list. Okay, so who else has been long enough in the... Oh, Nelson Cruz. You'd be correct. He is number five on the list. Then I'm going to go with 
Edwin Encarnacion. You would be correct. He's number four on the list. So you have numbers two, three, four, and five. On the all-time active, or the active RBI leaderboard. Who else has been long enough in the league? Smashing. Yeah, all these guys are at least 34, 35, 36. There's no old Yankee, right? No. Well, maybe Stanton. I'm going to go with Giancarlo. Uh, Strike two. Okay. He's too hurt. Wait, who was your first strike? Oh, you guessed Trout. Trout. Yeah. So. So my second strike. Who else has been in the league long enough? Uh, It can't be Josh Donaldson, so I'm not going to say him. Somebody a little bit higher than Josh Donaldson. Oof, man. This is a tough one. You got me with five. Wow. Um, and, and the Dodgers, did the Dodgers have anybody that not Bryce Harper, Mookie, no way. I'm going to have to. Give a hint? Yeah, give me a hint. I mean, you are, this, this might be your biggest, I can't believe you didn't at least think about this name or mention this name. Wow. We had talked about him last week. A very respectable milestone in terms of home runs. Wow. No way. Our I would have thought you would have uh, made I, yeah. it. Evan Longoria is number eight on the list with 1,030. Get out of town. Yeah. Uh, the others. Awesome. You're, you're also. I really want this guy is still still hammering away at age 39. Bombs on bombs on bombs. And it's not Cruz or Encarnacion. <laughs> oh, you did you say Nelson Cruz already? Yeah. Oh. Okay, never mind. You did mention this name. I'm sorry. <laughs> that is my mistake. <laughs> I retract that. There you um, go. Okay. Well, I'll move off from that and say. Um, <laughs> Okay, this guy won a World Series last year and is sitting out this year. Mm, oh, Ryan Zimmerman. Yeah, he is number 10 on the list with 1,015. This other guy, I don't even know exactly where he is right now, but um, I think he, he, he had signed a minor league contract and is now back in the big leagues. Matt Kemp, he's number nine. There's mm-hmm. two other names in the National League. Uh, this guy, number six on the list, you had made an interesting trade proposal for this guy last year. You had suggested the Rays go after this guy. Ryan Braun. Yes, Ryan Braun, number six on the list with 1,134. Uh, Dude, it, yeah. we're getting so old so quickly. I know, it's crazy. The, I, I remember when these guys old. were 23 and 24. <laughs> Yeah. All of these guys, we saw their rookie year, and now they're like the old statesmen in baseball. I, I remember uh, my, my dad pointing out when I was a kid, like, oh, I used to watch that, that guy play, and he was like an old manager, like an old third base coach. And I'm like, wow, right. that's a long time ago. I'm like, well, I remember Rocco Baldelli <laughs> being that's a true. rookie, yeah. and now he's a manager, so I guess I'm in the same spot now. <laughs> it's going to be weird seeing Longo as a third base coach somewhere. Like, that'll just be yeah. awkward. Uh, this last name, 
sort of surprising, I guess, Nick Markakis, number seven on the list. He has been such a sneaky... He Consistent. had he has had a sneaky good career like really great career yeah I, I know a lot of people in Atlanta just really want to move on from him and think that but when you collect 2600 hits you can hit like you're a good ball player yeah. like I mean that there's no ifs and buts about it and I don't think his defense has been league worse or anything like that I think he you know has been at least in his prime years was a really good outfielder so Nick Merkakis is a very very solid ball player yeah i don't think he's ever been like a super superstar but right all-star caliber player that every team needs a guy or a couple guys like that for yeah. sure so very good job very good okay. job didn't I, do too fact, bad yeah it, it was me that made the mistake on on something <laughs> there so no that was uh that was good on your part uh, except for the Evan Longoria thing. Can't believe that. Can't believe you left that long ago. The shade. Wait, what number is he on that list? Eight? Uh, he is number eight with 1,030. Okay. So. Oh, come on. By 30? Nah, come on. That's not, that, that, that's not so egregious, I would think. By 30 RBIs? Come on. Yeah, I guess so. But he's been around for such a long time. He's been around for a minute. I don't know. Uh, All right, that wraps up this edition of Locked On Rays. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you next week.